Hey, Spencer, have you heard of Lisa Lampanelli? Oh, you're talking about the queen of mean, right? Yeah, but she's also become the queen of lean. Did you know that? She has a, a play called Stuffed, where she delivers brash, skinny insight from the fridge to your ears. No, oh, yeah, not, no. I don't think that's what happens in the play. <laughs> I've actually heard reviews for the New York Times that have said uh, Stuffed offers laughs, genuine pain, and even a bit of insight. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Why? Is that relevant to anything? Well, well, you know, yeah, Lisa Lampanelli, she's got a lot of street cred, and she's also got a new Feral Audio uh, podcast um, where she and her co-host, Mike Morse, uh, talk about health, food, body image, everything else to help you be the best you you can be. That's a that's a, that's a a real hairpin turn for the queen of mean. She's, she's stopped stomping on uh, political sensitivities uh, long enough to help you self-actualize and get, engage in some self-care. So what? She dishes out some tough love as she takes your questions about being fat? Fat, being skinny, being anything but right, and helps you grab a little self-acceptance. I mean, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, but there's other stuff too. Like if you if you want to get yelled at by uh, Lisa, you can email get stuffed at feralaudio.com, uh, and maybe she'll uh, she'll make you feel like a piece of shit on the, on the podcast, <laughs> or, or or maybe she'll make you feel better. I, you you don't know with Lisa Lampanelli, she's the queen. Of mean and lean, um, <laughs> give their give her hotline a ring three four seven four six four two six five four, and you might end up in the show that way too. But in either case, it's worth a listen. It's free. Like uh, I think it's very interesting that she that she's 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 like had some transformative n- nutritional experience that she and now is is, is doing insights because you know what's interesting about the idea of Lisa Lampanelli talking about body image and stuff is that we already know that she doesn't give a shit about what your feelings so and and what we probably need to do more of when we're talking about um, health issues and stuff is actually have some frank conversations we're a very fat country very diabetic country very diluted uh, v- vain. Um, uh, self-loathing, uh, shallow country. Like, like, what, what, what do we need to do to actually be healthy? I, I, I would trust uh, uh, the queen of mean turned queen of lean to, to, to tell me that. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe to uh, get stuffed. Get stuffed. Kick the craving. Subscribe to get stuffed on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com/slash get stuffed, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage. The new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. So, uh, my name is Alvaro Rodriguez. I'm the screenwriter for The Last Rampage. As a writer, to me, I'm less interested in genre and more interested in character. And, you know, I've written in a lot of different genres, you know, um kind of horror genre thriller or action movie or kids movie or you know different kinds of things and it was always more I was always more interested in character and hadn't really quite done something like this before but was just uh, really drawn to this idea of um, of a guy like Gary Tyson who you know had been in and out of institutions from the time he was you know a kid um, and uh, and having sort of raised three sons from behind bars uh, and how these three sons kind of grew up in the Church of Gary and thinking that their father had been, you know, unjustly accused and unjustly convicted and all of this stuff that they were getting fed uh, from their mom, Dorothy, who's played in the film by Heather Graham. 
So to me, it was just, I was interested in telling that kind of a story, telling a family story. You know, to me, the most interesting stories are family in some, centered in some way. You know, they're elemental stories. They're stories that um, go back to, you know, to the most intimate and elemental parts of ourselves. So the idea of fathers and sons, you know, there's a line in the script about, in the movie about that, um, you know, where Gary tells his oldest son, you know, Donnie, there's only one law you got to worry about, you know, and that's a law of fathers over sons. And the only way you're going to, you know, get past that is, you know, by this, you know, by dying, basically. But kind of threatens him a little bit. But um, so that was really, you know, the touchstone for me, uh, trying to figure out how to tell that story. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on facebook.com slash lastrampagefilm. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Meltdown. Harmontown is once again in session. You lucky little devils. Once you welcome to the stage the mayor of Harmontown, Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon! Woo! Whoa! Uh, thank you. Uh, where do we start? Dan, where's your belt? Uh, <laughs> I forgot to wear a belt because I've been off my diet for so long. And the, the Easter thing, and the, I don't know, there's, there was some point where Aaron and I slipped off of the wagon, uh, uh, allowed ourselves to just start. I just, like, I, I've been cheating on my diet, quote unquote, for for multiple days into weeks. And uh, this morning I put on a pair of pants and I was like, I don't need a belt. Um, <laughs> that bowl of Cheetos last night was your belt. Yeah, exactly. Like belts are for, belts are for closers. And, uh, I, but I forgot that jeans kind of, they expand over time, you know, as you, so, so if, I, if, I, if I dance too much, these will come right around my ankles. Well, so we, we must enforce that then. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> and, and your little chicken dance is perfectly designed to, to make to, uh, also I just but my underwear also down around my ass so these guys are these guys got an eye load come on let's bring them let's bring them down whoa Wow. <laughs> just... Fuck the queen! Wow. You mean the prime minister? Margaret Thatcher died. Did she? You know who else? Oh, don't died? say aw. You don't give a fuck about Margaret Thatcher. Aw. <laughs> oh. No, you should care about uh, Annette Funicello. Annette she Funicello died. Now died. say aw. Yeah, Margaret Thatcher. Boo. Oh and no! Don't, don't boo a stroke. A stroke is a bummer. Uh, Roger Ebert died. Hey. 
a guy who only got more and more awesome as he got older. He did, yeah. But and so on one hand, it was like mission accomplished. Like he really knocked it out of the park in terms of uh, being a guy. I'm out of breath from making my pants fall down. <laughs> Just milestones. This is a this is a show about milestones. I, I, I want that, that's good. That's what how I feel about Roger Ebert. Like we we kind of got to watch him die, and he made that he made no bones about that, and kind of made it very enjoyable. He got he owned up to his his role as a curmudgeon as he got older and older. He became more and more of an expert in what he was talking about, and he like got more and more bored with <laughs> unremarkability, and 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 really, but stayed a civic minded like. Uh, progressive, interesting essayist, and uh, I was constantly reading and filling his brain with stuff and filtering it and giving it out to people. Like totally s- seamlessly adapted his role from a Chicago Sun Times movie reviewer to an online presence, and um, you know ha- was 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 more facile than most twenty-five-year-olds in terms of like being out there and uh, online. And then and then he died, uh, and it kinda, he kind of wrote a thing saying, uh, uh, "Oh, I got I know I got cancer in my leg or whatever." And, uh, I, uh, I'll see you guys in a, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna hang back for a second and I'll see you guys in a couple days and then he, and he died. Uh, sad. I don't know. It's a bummer. It's weird because every, there's a million people die every day. Like, and horribly. Like, by machete. Like, like, that are totally undeserving. Like, 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 horrible, horrible, unjust deaths happen. But then it's like, oh, Billy Crystal, wah, wah. Like, like we kind of, oh, look back on the life of a clown. Uh, it's like kind of dumb because it's like, well, fuck it, he died rich. Billy Crystal didn't die, nobody. Uh, but, but like, like I, I think it's, it's just because we do, you know, celebrities spend their lives kind of as an antenna and a frame drawing our attention. We get to talk about them. If you're a celebrity that's famous for being a slut. We get to talk about sluttiness. Oh, that slut, that famous slut. You know, it's like a tarot card, an archetype. Uh, if you're famous for being funny or you're famous for... And they tell little stories. Oh, this guy was famous for being rich and then he's famous for being poor. He's famous for fucking a dog. And, uh, like, I don't know. Like, they're non-people. They're ghosts. And then, they, and then when they die, we go, Oh, he died? Aw. It's kind of weird because we don't go, you know, Oh, Lebanon is on fire? Aw, <laughs> we well, don't like, do that. It's like, it's like when Patrick Swayze died. That was a that was, that was a bummer. Oh man, holy shit! Good segue, buddy. From death to Roadhouse. Uh, our assigned movie was uh, Roadhouse. Yeah, I mean, it, but I, I did. Never... Anybody watch Roadhouse this week? <laughs> well done. Well, you know my rule, Jeff. I'm doing a show. Yeah. Be nice. Until. It's time not to be nice. Uh, it's time to be not nice. How do they word that? It doesn't come off right. Roadhouse. Be I, I'll, I'll be nice. Until it's time... Roadhouse, which I've never seen, is one of the few... It's crazy. It's, it's weird that it slipped through my cracks. But uh, I think the reason it did is the same reason it's so fascinating. There's still, there's still a couple beavises and buttheads chuckling at slipping through my cracks. <laughs> Get a hold of yourselves. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, try, I tried to push past it. You guys gotta, you guys got to help me out. The show will be three hours long. Um... It, it, it's a it's a show that kind of falls between the quantum definitions of, of of a lot of the things that we use to define a movie. Like, is it a good movie or a bad movie? Is it is it is it an action movie or a drama? Is it, it like like it's very it's very odd. The only thing you know for sure is it's a vehicle for this this debonair uh, young starlet, uh, J- uh, Patrick. Uh, uh, st- 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 what's his name? Uh, Swayze. Yeah, he's a star. Uh, 
Well, I mean, it's a very like one of his the hair things, says starlet, but his, his 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 muscles say star. One of the things that's very charming about it is it has this very very kind of uplifting message to it. Like he's a guy that likes to be nice. That he, as he says, like it's it, it's also like as a as a twenty first century progressive like. You have to be behind the movie because it's the gayest movie you've ever seen. Like, but it's kind of like dishonestly gay, I guess, because it's like sort of saying like this is a very manly movie. It's not a gay movie at all. So is that a crime or is that actually a, a heroic movie? It's kind of motific, like in '80s films, like Top Gun is notoriously really fruity. Like, yeah, uh, I mean the it, manliest it, stuff back then. Yeah, I guess. I, I, as you said, like that. Who's the woman? Kelly. What's her name? Kelly Lynch. Uh, was it Chris McKenna who said last night? Yeah, she's a vestigial. Or was it you? She's a vestigial uh, female character. In yeah, this. yeah. <laughs> she's, she's, she's just there to like like go through the motions. It's almost like even the hair and makeup people on the set of the movie were like, "Well, whatever. Uh, like, like what, what are we doing here? Let's yeah. let's talk about uh, uh, Patrick's peach uh, uh, Izod shirt, you know, and how 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 how." Tucked in, it should be. There, um, there, there is a scene when uh, in Roadhouse, if you guys will recall, uh, when. Patrick Swayze is doing Tai Chi. I, I'm yeah, assuming yeah. Tai Chi. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to talk about He's this. certainly doing katas or whatever, and he's there along the riverbank, and he's moved in on a, in a, the world's best apartment in a barn. Uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful Soho loft in a barn in Kansas, so wherever they are. And, or Missouri? Are they Missouri? Kansas, somewhere outside Kansas. Kansas City, Missouri? They're, yeah. They're, yeah. That river might be the Mississippi. Between, between the barn and Benghazara's house might be, might be the Mississippi. And so it's, he, it's, it's a metaphorical river. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. it, but I don't know what it's a it's, metaphor it's, yeah, for. It's the, it's the, the River Jordan. I think it's narrative ladies, laziness. It's the, it's, a, it's, the, it's the old man river. Because he goes to buy an apartment, and he's driving down the road in his, in his car, and he buys a shitty car because he doesn't want his Benz to get fucked up because he knows his car will get fucked up. And he buys a shitty car, and there's a wistful drive down a country lane, and it's just him going apartment shopping, and he goes to a barn, and it's this beautiful apartment inside with a great big window, uh, which, of course, someone's going to go through because it's Roadhouse. Right. Uh, there's going to be a fire, and you, every window must get gone through. There's, it's, it's fenestration at all times. And uh, across the river is Benghazara's mansion, which yeah. is hilarious. That is the weirdest thing. Like, like, like he moves in. It's like, like if Luke Skywalker, like, like w- w- after Mos Eisley, like they're like, like, like if, if, if Han Solo's like, well, first things first, let's let's find an apartment, and they it's, and they it, got it, one across from the Death Star. Like, what's that? It's what's de- that it's, moon over there? That's no moon. That's our neighbor. You're Death Star adjacent. <laughs> And so he's doing, he's doing Tai Chi, and he's well-oiled, and it's this, either sunrise or sunset, but the lighting is great. And then Ben Gazzara goes by in an ATV, and he, just, he gives him a smile like, hmm. And, and, and who's the guy, who, who's the club owner that hires Dalton at the beginning? I don't know who that actor Where's, is, but... Anyone know the listen, actor's name? We gotta, yeah. John Locke's dad from Lost. Yeah. Wow. Oh, John, wow. John Locke's John, dad from Lost. John Locke's dad from Lost. All right. Because um, he, he's... All, his... The stakes for that guy is simply, can I have muscular men around me at all times? He loves Patrick Swayze. He even loves some of the bad guys. He's so <laughs> conflicted and like, like, 
I, there's so much gay energy, but and it's not. It's 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 like it's proudly gay, and yet I think I think that in the but anytime 80s, a girl gets up on the table and starts taking her shirt off, like hey, get down. Yeah, get off the and, and table. Like, like, like Patrick Swayze always. Patrick Swayze only drinks coffee, and he just doesn't do drugs. He doesn't drink, and he and any yeah naked women, he just shakes his head and like 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 the like, like the, it's bad the, business. Yeah, well, bad it's, business. But also, like I don't think he gets it. He's like naked women. What? What will they think of next? Um, the the okay, but the scene that Jeff's describing. Because I, 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 I wanted to talk about this particularly. If we talk about nothing else, because you guys are, you know, majority of the audience, I want you to watch this movie and get out your little GIF, GIF, GIF programs. I want to see somebody's going to make a GIF of this, an animated GIF uh, of the part of Roadhouse where Patrick Swayze is doing Tai Chi in the morning on the bank of the river that lies betwixt him and the villain, and then it and then it cuts to. It's just a lot, just a lot of coverage of Patrick Swayze doing Tai Chi, and then the villain is out drinking like mimosas or something, and is watching him, and 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 the expressions, the expression on his face is just like, huh? Yeah, I'll be. Oh, that's right. When, when he's doing Tai Chi, he's on the, he's on the veranda watching him, and he's and, been, and he's been watching when they're fucking. When he's fucking Kelly Lynch, that's when he's on the ATV, and he sees them. He pulls up, and he's watching them fuck. Right. right. Well, the other way around. Right the first time. Oh, it's the other way around. Yeah. Okay, so Tai Chi, he's on the ATV. Yes. And when they're fucking, he's on the veranda. Okay, so the bad okay. guy's doing a drive-by on his four-wheeler and is watching his, his nemesis do Tai Chi One with his shirt One thing for certain, anytime Patrick Swayze takes his shirt off, there's a guy regarding him. <laughs> Two guys in this case. His, then it cuts to his landlord and it becomes like a hee-haw sketch. Where his, his landlord is like watching him going, huh, I'll be darned. Like, like it's so weird and, and joyful. Like it's, a very, it's, a, it's got a very joyful energy. It reminds me a lot of Xanadu and that you can't, like what, what genre of movie is this? All all you really know is that someone somewhere along this weird pipeline was having so much fun that it almost didn't get contaminated by the entire movie making process but but of course story structure character arcs logic all all none of that's there but the joy is still in the final cup of what you drink and uh, uh, I mean because this, this movie from the outset takes place in a world where Bar bouncing is a high stakes, <laughs> dramatic business with all kinds of codes and counter codes and like like there's it's possible to be a sellout bouncer it's or a bouncer with integrity and I I, I, I guess in that but age then, but, but then we find out we find out very subtly and very slowly that the reason why he's all about being nice and playing by the rules is because he ripped a man's throat out yeah once. he had killed a man by ripping his throat out and then he does it again right. And he almost does it a third time. He, and he does the, the three-finger claw thing, and he's going to rip another throat out. There's also a Dead Poet Society moment uh, with shotguns. <laughs> it's like exactly in the third act, there's a moment where, where it's like identical to the end of Dead Poet Society. Early, instead of standing on desks, people pull out shotguns. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, it's 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 a weird movie. It takes place in a weird world, and I, I I more than three times called out in a falsetto voice, "I'm gonna die," uh, which is a sign of a great movie. Experience. Well, I mean, I, I, for, I, I for me, for my money, I have to start with Sam Elliott because Sam Elliott's hair in this is the is really the, Sam Elliott enters the movie in like an hour into the movie or 45 minutes in. He comes in late. Yeah, but for my money, that's when the movie begins. Is Jason McCarris here? Yeah. Jason, can you come up for a second? Jason is a friend who came to the show tonight, and he texted me. That's a pretty, pretty, pretty uh, um, hesitant applause. Um, Jason McCarris, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Can I 
mention it. Jason is a pedophile, and he wants. Why did you applaud like that? Uh, th- that's what their, their first round of applause was. Maybe he's a pedophile. We don't know. Um, the uh, you you told you texted me right before you came to the show. You sure. said that for some reason you were on the set of Roadhouse. I was. I was. And I just wanted to mention with the gay throughline thing, and you were mentioning the claw and ripping out the throat and everything. That the guy he's fighting with actually says to him, "I used to fuck guys like you in prison." Yeah, that's the line. That's the line. What's going on there? Who's the that, that's that called one? burying the lead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because that line happens almost on the like on the, on the fifth to last page. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's, I used to fuck like guys like you in prison. But honestly, and I was like, Pat, I kept. I was like, wow, Patrick Swayze. He's a very charming guy, but he's not like he's. I mean, I didn't remember him as being like. Uh, you know, like, 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 we didn't go like, oh, that guy, yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even insinuating that Patrick Swayze, the the human being, was. I don't, I don't care if he was uh, in or out of the closet or, or or around it or whatever. Their actors are all crazy. Whatever floats their boat, they all fuck fish and children or whatever. Um, I mean, it's a, it's an insane job. They pr- they lie for a living to themselves and to God. Um, so the good ones are good and the bad ones are bad. And so, sometimes you find out, oh, he likes to he likes to put his dick in a flower. Uh, who cares? But but. But I'm just saying the on-screen icon that is Patrick Swayze. He was uh, like we it had wa- just we... taken place because Dirty Dancing came out like right before that. And we, we checked we... Ghost after we watched this because we yeah. were like, "Is this a thing?" And I watched Ghost, and he was like, v- shot very differently and acting very differently. Like Roadhouse almost seemed like he specifically to get into character. He kind of had a sort of sachet to him, and yeah. like like uh, so. or, I don't know, maybe, maybe so. that's well, the director. You mentioned that because uh, I, I did say I was on the set. I just moved to California from Connecticut and was you know, movie nut. And it was the first time I ever saw a set. And I've never been on a set before. And uh, it was the, uh, the double deuce. It was a facade, complete facade. Like the front of the it's double deuce. It's not real? No. <laughs> I had to, you know, spoiler alert. But uh, it, it, from behind, it's just like all boards. And from the front, it really looked like a place. And like, on, uh, like a Sunday, I was there alone and just kind of like in this glory of being on a movie set. And there's like a security guard who must have been hired just to stay there 24-7. Like, yeah, kid, get out of here. You know, kick me out. And then we came back another night, the whole family, like my mom, dad, sister, and I, and we were kind of watching them with the lights and everything, and out comes Patrick Swayze, and my, I remember my mother being very disappointed that he didn't look quite like he did on screen. He was just kind of like hunched when their cameras weren't rolling, and he had a limp, because I guess he had like a, a, a horrible football injury when he was a, a kid or something, huh. and it just affected him like all through his life. He and there's a million Swayze children, all of whom look <laughs> vaguely like Patrick Swayze, and all of whom are in Roadhouse, but not prominently on camera, lest you go, what the fuck's going on? Because they all look a lot like are, Patrick are Swayze. Are they really? Yeah. We, I, th- I thought we were joking about that. Are no, no, no. There's Patrick Swayze's got a, he's got a handful yeah, of brothers. Yeah, because there's, there's five people in that movie that look like kind of like fetal alcohol <laughs> syndrome Swayze's. <laughs> Well, yeah, one of them could yeah. be his actual brother who shows up every once in a while and they're like, oh, wait, that's, that's not Patrick Swayze, but looks just very much like him. Yeah. Uh, his, his mom, Patrick Swayze's mom, choreographed the uh, uh, a production of Sweet Charity that I was in in Simi Valley Community Theater. She, can ta- we, can she we, taught me to dance. Do you, do you, do you remember any, uh, any lyrics from, that, from one of your songs? Uh, Here is a man with no dream and no plan till one something night I found Sweet Charity Oh, what you've done to me. Forget I asked. Forget I asked. <laughs> I just, when, when did comptrolling change? It, just, it became about sabotage. I, just, I thought you were really interested. I thought you, I thought you yeah, commit to it at least. 
Um, thanks for coming up, Jason. Uh, <laughs> I'll excuse myself. So you, when you say you were on the set, you just mean you actually like... Uh, I was there yeah, watching them shoot, and they, they came up and were looking for extras, and they kind of pointed at my mother and said, hey, come here. You're and she just didn't think it was her, so she had her chance to be in the movie and blew hmm. it. Oh, blew it. Oh. Sorry, Mom. Where was that shot? Was uh, Valencia. Valencia. Oh, no shit? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Jason McCarris, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Hey guys, it's Spencer. I'm here to issue a formal apology and talk to you about MeUndies. You see, recently we were in Oklahoma for a show, and at the end of the show, Dan took all his clothes off, ran around like a fool trying to get attention. It was a lot of fun. Everyone loved it. They loved it so much, I was jealous. I wanted to get some attention for myself. I took off all my clothes, ran around too, but I crashed into a table, spilled my drinks all over myself. And uh, I just want to tell you that you don't have to have all your underwear disintegrate off of you like I did. You can use MeUndies and elevate your underwear game to the next level. What is me undies? Oh, just some seriously soft, feel-good undies delivered right to your door that won't disintegrate when you crash into a table of drinks. MeUndies are designed in L.A. and made from sustainably sourced micro-modal, a fabric three times softer than cotton and three times less disintegratable. MeUndies softer-than-soft Lux undies come in an ever-changing selection of classic colors, bold shades, and adventurous patterns, so you can tailor your undies to your own personal style, even if your style is crashing into beverages or just swimming in your own pants. And guess what? You can save time and money each month with a monthly subscription. And you save a lot of money by not getting arrested for public indecency. And if you're not ready for a subscription, that's okay. You can still save because MeUndies is offering you 20% off your first pair. Just use our special URL, MeUndies.com slash Harmontown, and get 20% off your first pair. So go ahead, floodproof your underwear drawer. You deserve it. Once again, that's MeUndies.com slash Harmontown. MeUndies.com slash Harmontown. That's MeUndies.com slash Harmontown. Roadhouse. I'm sorry, Dan. I, did, I didn't mean to shut you down about that. I thought, no, it's okay, man. Just keep keep the show moving. That's your job, you know. Just keep me feeling good. Keep my confidence up. That's that's that's, uh, that's comp trolling. No. What about the scene when when Sam Elliott starts dancing? They're they're out all night long, and they go to a diner. And he's dancing with his, with Patrick he, Swayze's date. Yeah, his girlfriend. And he's he's got his hand around her neck, and he's and he just keeps it. Yeah, he's like like it's rampant cock blocking, like like just a, an all out assault. He's just like whispering in her ear, and like, he says things to Patrick Swayze like, "Boy, I sure wish it." If she wasn't fucking you, I'd, I'd, I'd try oh, yeah. everything I could to get now her to that, fuck me. That girl's got far entirely too many brains to have an ass like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty weird that he's a good guy. It's it's odd. Uh, I I see from Twitter that I think Spencer's drunk tonight. What? I feel like he was tweeting. S- Spencer that doesn't drink, does he, he? Yeah, not usually. So I, we should let's bring Spencer up. See what's going on. <laughs> Quickly, before the applause ends. Spencer, have you been drinking? No. Yeah, yeah. Yes? I have. Wait. I, I, I thought you were a teetotaler. What? You ju- I thought you didn't drink. I don't. Did you not? I did. You did? Yeah. Who's on first? Accurate. <laughs> End of bit. I mean, 
been, we've been through this. He, cho he chooses not to drink. He knows how. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, I know it's how. not like he's incapable of doing Be because it. Because on the tour bus, on the Harmontown tour, you, di you didn't really drink a whole lot. You, I you had a shot or two, yeah. A shot, but mostly it was Diet Cokes or Mountain Dews for you. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love, I love uh, high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> so uh, uh, wh what did you have to drink tonight, Spencer? I had uh, three PBR Tall Boys courtesy of, uh, of uh, Pikey. The Pikey. Fent three tall boys. Is that a lot? No, that's not a lot of beer, right? Tall boys are 16 ounce, right? Yeah, 16. That's and a, something yes, happened yeah. up front, right? Aaron said she pulled oh up in a cab. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, she should tell her, right? I mean, it, it, she almost died. She almost right. died. It's not funny. I guess it's kind of funny. <laughs> All right, let's bring Aaron uh, out and have her. Uh... Sorry, I don't mean to sandbag you. No, guys. no, it's okay. Aaron McGathy, tell the almost died story. Um, I, I, I don't know if I almost died. It was just oh, weird. Oh, you almost died. <laughs> Spencer, you're drunk. <laughs> uh, I, took a, I took a cab. Look at that smile. Look at this guy. I've never seen you smile like this. I've never been happy. <laughs> See, that's, that, that, that's what happened to me, but I was like 13. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did a lot of things out of order. Yeah, yeah. I mean, life is like a bingo card. Like everybody learns different things at different times. So it's great. Spencer's finally learning that uh, alcohol takes the pain away. <laughs> it's it's good that you didn't learn it as a child. You'd be like me. Did you drive here, Spencer? You, you live quite a ways away. Yeah, yeah. I drove here. So yeah, you, you'll you'll be sober by the end of the show. Well, I hope. Yeah. I mean, I I haven't done any experimental testing on the subject, but. <laughs> I'd assume. God, he's so drunk. <laughs> I'm tore up, you guys. <laughs> and it, it kind of looks like he's going through fake prop folders right now. <laughs> hey, all right, tell us, tell us cab uh, story. So I, I, speaking of drinking and driving, I, I took a cab here, as I usually do on Monday nights, because we drink during the show and I don't want to drive. And my cab driver, thanks, guys. <laughs> Um, and my, my cab driver went through Independent Taxi, which is normally a great company. I guess we shouldn't say the name of the company, whatever. Um, my cab driver uh, wouldn't stop when we got to Sunset and Gardner, which is where... Because he's independent. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what are you, fucking mainstream? I'll stop it for you. Corporate bitch. Indie, indie cab company. Um, so he, he wouldn't stop, and I kept on saying, no, no, stop, 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 stop. And he kept on going and dropped me off uh, up by the pikey where Spencer was standing. I was like, oh, my friend's there. Please stop. Please stop. Like, as if that, but, uh, that made him stop. He was like, well, she has a friend. I'll, st I'll stop the gap here. Now you're affecting lives. You're affecting <laughs> relationships. Stop. <laughs> so he, he stopped the car. I ran across the street. I showed Spencer my cake. And then my cab driver immediately made a U-turn and got T-boned by a car in the, in the intersection. And Spencer was like, you could have died. No, well, think about it this way. Uh, oh, stop, stop, stop. No, how about you just turn around and take me back dead? Yeah, I was, that's funny. Like, I almost, I, I was going to have him turn around. And I was like, that's no, that's saying. fine. I'll just, I mean, if you wouldn't have been standing Spencer, there. Spencer, your alcoholism saved the day. <laughs> you may have saved my life because I was like, oh, there's Spencer. I'll walk back with him instead of having that driver pull back around. It was pretty real. Yeah. Okay, before we bring up... Uh, Actually, I want to bring up Kumail because maybe he, maybe he might have something to say about this. Let's bring out Kumail Nanjiani. 
I don't know if, if Kumail has... I don't, I don't know. Uh, I want to talk about Skeletor. Um, oh, yeah. From the He-Man universe. I've got opinions. Skeletor, uh, I, I've, I've, I've been researching. Because I always thought this was the case where I, when I was a kid, I would watch the uh, watch it as a rerun or whatever after school. It would be like between Inspector Gadget and Mork and Mindy or something like that. And uh, I always thought this was the case, but as a 40-year-old, I recently looked back into this. Skeletor from the He-Man universe. Antagonist. The antagonist, the Darth Vader of the He-Man universe. Uh, He-Man, for those of you who don't know, was the alter ego of... Uh, Prince a, Adam. A, ...of an identical man with a shirt on named Prince Adam. <laughs> Uh, who also had a very idiosyncratic looking they had the same animal also yeah I mean as if as if having the same head and body yeah, w- wasn't, wasn't enough. enough he also accompanied yeah. the there's same there's only one giant type. green cat in this kingdom um, I th- yeah Skeletor was the Darth Vader to this character in this universe Eternia I think was the name of the world um, yeah I, I always remember Skeletor <laughs> lived in I think in a place called Snake Mountain that's correct um, he was obsessed with beating He-Man. Yep. And He-Man's mentor, or you know, uh, the sorceress, his, his Athena, the sorceress, who had eagle hair and a beak head or something, and she lived in a place called Castle Grayskull. That's correct. And Skeletor was always going on and on about how he wanted to be in Castle Grayskull. Yep. Which seemed appropriate. <laughs> and I looked it up. Because Snake Mountain sounds like a terrible place. Like, don't buy a house at Snake Mountain. Skeletor used to live in Castle Grayskull, according to the mythology of the... Wait, he couldn't pay the rent? What happened? <laughs> he got, like, evicted. He got, like... He got evicted from Castle Grayskull. He, like, like, You're uh, saying this is the origin story. He, he, he didn't get like a slip on his door. You have to pay the rent, but I can't pay the he rent. W- he used to live in yeah. Castle Grayskull. Yeah, I didn't. I, I guess I didn't know that. Well, speaking of like, it's uh, his rightful home. <laughs> oh, he used to live there. He didn't live there with them. He lived there on his own. He, you, it was his place. So this is it's, the, it's a skull. It makes sense. He lived in a skull. He would drive up, and he probably left the door unlocked because he figured, who would steal this from me? This is some Israel-Palestine shit. Yeah, you said it, not me. <laughs> Fucking A right. I didn't want to say it, you know, and have you jump on me. No, no, no. I would have agreed. This is some shit that blew my mind. And here's the other thing that blows my mind. Who used to live in Snake Mountain? I mean, oh, well, there's some snake guy living in a honeycomb displacing uh, the, the bee or uh, Buzz Off was his name. Yeah, all right. His name was Buzz Off. There was a giant bee person. How, 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 how far down what size hill does this shit roll? Like, like I just, come on. I also, the big problem I have with it is, okay, so if there's a whole race of people who are like Skeletor, why is his name Skeletor? Well, I don't know that there's a race of people. Well, there was one race of all people who had like mosquito faces, but you only knew one, and his name was Mosquitor. Are all the others just like Ed and Jared and stuff like that? Did you meet all the mosquito people in the street? You see him once, you like, he goes, it's me, and it's my, all these people, and you, they all have mosquito faces, and he's like, I'm Mosquitor. That's Gerald. Um, <laughs> so, uh, the naming was always always threw me off even well, as a little there's kid there's people named Manfred like man and Fred <laughs> yeah, right. well his name is he man that's the most redundant name ever yeah 
He-Man really falls apart if you really look at it. <laughs> it's also that was one. Poor what? Skeletor. I just I I, 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 I just was I was looking. I was browsing around and I saw like a Skeletor uh, uh, package that was Skeletor scuba gear. Like you could buy a special Skeletor that had like a scuba pack. Yep. And I just thought that was so. It made me realize like all those years like Skeletor was the good guy. Like this guy is like he's like you know going like ah, I'm gonna get He-Man. I'm I'm gonna. I'm gonna go through the water and ruin his fishing trip, you know. And, and, and the, yeah. probably there was a fish man, there was like a merman or something that probably. Yeah, that like, was I exact- can do that. And he's like, you know what? I got this. Like that's, that's a good villain. His name was Merman. There was a guy named Merman who yeah. lived in the. You're like amazing at this. Thank you. <laughs> what about was Ram Man in there? Ram Man was in there. I, I he had, was a porn star. I, <laughs> I had the Ram Man toy. And he, like, oh, he, his legs would yeah, go. Yeah, he would like go yeah, up. Yeah. yeah, he was a good guy, right? Yeah. Ramman was a good guy. And was, I, it, was it Battle Cat and Cringer? Cringer yep. was the uh, yeah. Not, he, yeah. I know everything about He Man except why, for well, the eviction. How old are you? Backstory. <laughs> I'm 33. 33. And uh, would you you were to were you old enough to watch the cartoons? I watched the cartoons. That was the biggest, like, most, like, disillusioning thing was last year I found a DVD set for, like, $3. I was like, oh, my God, this cartoon. Uh, so I watched it, and I was like, oh, I must have been a dumb shit as a kid <laughs> because it's so bad. That yeah. cartoon, like, some stuff holds up, but that one, they use the same animation. Yeah, so it's really incomplete. He-Man yeah. always walks, like, right to left, and he, like, bounces up and down, and they, like, work that into, like, every episode multiple Yeah, well, because it was such expensive-looking animation it looked almost rotoscoped like he would always and then yeah. he, he would fight his evil twin and they would just show they would just flip the image well what's like, also funny he had an evil twin they made a robot cyborg his name was Fakor Fakor yeah but worst name ever who looked just like He-Man except he was blue with orange hair yeah like you're not fooling anyone <laughs> Except in a world where Prince Adam is is, is Clark Kent. Well, yeah, he's like, Adam. hey, I mean, maybe, maybe everyone yeah. in that universe is like weird. Has a weird. Uh, 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 they all have that prosopagnosia. Yeah, exactly. Because like, if you're going through the trouble of making a fucking android to replace the main guy, make him the same hue as the main guy. Yeah. Even his hair was a different color. So many missteps. What was what was Skeletor's mission? What did he want to, to get his home back? <laughs> and it makes me cry. Really? That was yeah. He wanted his home back. Yeah, he, he wasn't wanted, the villain. It was the power of Grayskull, right? His like, home. That's what the he, power yeah, of yeah. having a home. But that's what they called it. Is like he wanted the power of Grayskull, but he just wanted his house back. Yeah. His house back. The yeah. power of home. Well, he wanted to rule all of Eternia also, which is a little... Which I'm like, I wanted to see the series where he wins and he rules Eternia, but then it's just him like doing paperwork and taxes and being like, this is not as easy. So what was He-Man's role in this universe? Like, he was there to keep Skeletor He's out of his half home? half-human, half-Eternian, and which, that is bestiality. Because his, his, his mom is Earthling and his dad is Eternian, so... Which is bestiality. Um, which is also what Superman and Lois Lane is. That's bestiality. What do they're, you mean bestiality? They're though? different species. Well, Why are they fucking? Well, different species are beasts. I mean, it's... it's no, but that's what... What other two species have sex? And we're like, all right, that's fine. A giraffe and an otter. That's the only example. <laughs> no, but I mean, if, if, if uh, sentient, sentient species, like... You is know. it bestiality if a horse fucks like a donkey? Yes. Uh, well, actually, a horse is fucking horse is bestiality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as one beast is involved. Exactly. Wow. Huh. Huh. We've learned a lot. 
I, I Do you just, guys know He-Man? Yeah. 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 It's pretty easy to catch up if you just do a cursory Googling. There were a whole race of snake people in there, and I bet they, and I used, bet to, they used to live in Snake Mountain. Yeah, because they don't always get along with Skeletor, so yeah. I bet that's what it was. It's got to wow. be it. Shit. So he, so are you saying Skeletor is like the Palestinians? Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying... <laughs> I'm saying he was displaced from a place he previously occupied and I mean is it politically controversial baby tell him what you were to... saying in the car <laughs> slamming the steering wheel it's just like the Palestinian <laughs> uh, I mean I I, I, I I guess they share that yeah I'm you know I'm saying I feel bad for Skeletor Okay, that's what I'm saying. He just looks like a bad guy, and that was his only mistake. He's also, speaking of gay, he's straight up gay on that show. Skeletor is a gay man. How do you mean? Well, I mean, not to be, the way he literally, first of all, dresses like a gay man who's just learned to be gay from the internet or something. <laughs> so does He-Man, by the way. Well, He-Man is straight everybody up on that show. with like a fur underwear yeah. and leather halter top. He's always surrounding himself by boners. With boners. Yes. Bones. All right. Is, does he look like... <laughs> no, no, I'm going to stick with this. I'm going to stick with this. Uh, does, does he, he looks like a skeleton, right? With a hood? He's got a skull for a head, yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. but he's like a, he's like a skeleton who works out because he's super buff. What yeah. are his powers? Is super he just strong? Buff. He has like a stick that he has a staff glows. What? Yeah, it's pretty good. That surprises people, (laughs) or are there powers? Yeah, it's a magic stick, also known as a wand. It's bigger than a wand. It's a staff. He's got a staff. Spencer, you're right. Yeah, yeah. No, you know he has a scuba equipment. Yeah, skeleton. (laughs) Drunk Spencer. They always they did that. To sell more, they would just have more like mountain climbing He-Man and shit like that. They did that with Superman. Like Superman used to be able to like be in space, and then for a while he couldn't, so they could sell like the Superman space outfit. What happened in the last uh, Dungeons and Dragons game? You uh, you went to the Shadow Plane, and we got the Soul of Growth. Oh yeah, you, I think you got that the episode before though. But yeah, you got the Soul of Growth. Our, our shadows uh, detached, ran off. And uh, a, a dark... Wait, s- what? Uh, we went I to, wasn't we, here last yeah, week. We went... Uh, uh, Robin Williams was here. Fuck you. He there was. is no way. He was it here. feels like this is like a dream you had. All my shadow ran away and Robin Williams was there. <laughs> it's true. I, uh, I saw pictures. I was very upset. Uh, yeah. Uh, so our, our shadows were detached and we were, we were in a dark, shadowy plane where uh, a, a dark version of Coco the horse came up to us, and the, uh, Aaron was riding on, or uh, what's your name? Mulrain was riding on uh, on the horse. Is it is the horse? Was it a shadow? A shadow version of Coco. So, all, but three D. Yeah. Or is yeah. it on the floor? Three D. Let's just let drunk Spencer tell us. Yeah, guys. Spencer, stop trying to eat the dice. What? For the listeners at home, guys. For the listeners at home. They're col- colorful. <laughs> all right, Spencer. You, I really you, hope you sober up tonight. I think we. This all could be a tragic fine. ending. 
<laughs> he just kills us off because he's drunk. Last time on Harmontown, <laughs> our heroes were divvying up the treasure hoard of Giantus, the Green Dragon, a task that by all means should have taken no longer than a single session. <laughs> After coming across the goggles of night, Krista Berg, the rogue, put them on, granting him dark vision. With his newly enchanted eyes, the rogue found a portal to another plane deep within the dragon's mystical crack. After some discussion, the heroes plunged through the portal and found themselves in a hazy, dark place, the Shadow Plane. Just then, a mysterious dark sun appeared and animated the shadows of Sharpie, Quark, Mulrin, and Christaberg. The shadows, newly awakened, freed themselves and, and danced off towards a thicket of ashy black columns. Having lost their shadows, the group was considerably, we considerably weakened and lost, having just been transported to yet another plane. But just then, the gang was approached by a large, swift, shadowy horse beast. Though silent and slightly off, Mulrain could tell the beast was somehow linked to her companion, Coco, who was last seen on the plane of Twyla. After mounting the shadow creature and planting a flag of sadness into the ground, the gang pressed onward into the stand of ebon pillars, hoping to regain their shadows and find their way. But would they truly find what they were looking for in the thicket of ebon pillars? Drunk Spencer! Still got it. God damn it. Uh, what is the flag of sadness? That was, I was listening to Harmontown today, and, and at some point before you guys departed, um, um, Sharpie was like, I sew a blue flag uh, made out of my sadness. I said that? Yeah, yeah. It's and perfect that it's blue. It into the ground. That's a good color for sadness. The reason you did it was to mark where you had been in case you, you know, got lost or were going in circles. Oh. I, it was pretty brilliant. All right, so now we're marching off towards the, uh, the dark columns, right? Towards the dark columns. I can columns. see. Yeah, so, so our, our shadows... Uh, are gone. Christoberg, yeah, are gone. We're going to go regain... I don't, I don't ever use my shadows. Well, so I'm you know, cool with it. It turns out we, 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 we took a lot of uh, vitality points, right? Or what, what, what sort of points? Yeah, that's true. You guys took some ability damage. You're weakened, and you feel kind of more ill and, and, uh, and sickly, as so, it were. So I just feel kind of shitty because my shadow yeah, ran away. In, in game terms, you have minus one strength and minus four constitution. So it's kind of like being hungover. It's like being... You'll find out tomorrow. Poisoned. <laughs> All right, so how far? Don't drink Gatorade. It's a, it's a lie. No, you, it's bacon sandwiches. The the, yeah. the British. <laughs> no, don't drink that bacon sandwiches either. The British scientist people—that's what they're called. Um, they commissioned a, a study that actually linked bacon sandwiches to ending hangovers. And eggs. And eggs. But you know, fastest hangover cure of all. Suicide. Saline drip. Oh. Medical students uh, give the, give each other. You'd have to be real loser to have like a saline drip at your house. They are real professionals. On the I, I just found stand. out they have they have vans in Las Vegas that where you can get in and they hook you up to an IV and you can continue gambling while they IV <laughs> saline into you, and it and it kills your hangover in like ten seconds. Wow, but it's bad luck. Yeah. The van is called a wake-up call. And I, I said that to somebody, and their immediate question was, you mean like video gambling, right? And I realized for the first time, <laughs> the alternative would be that there's a blackjack dealer in there. Yeah. That yeah. was me. I said that. that. Is All right. yeah. Spencer's got it. I was it. there, you guys. All right, so how, how far off are these columns, Spencer? Um, you guys are approaching them. Soon you'll be inside of this uh, this 
entanglement of columns. Okay, so we walk up to the entanglement of columns. Yeah, you do. Stick with me, guys. I can see. The floor is ashen gray, and the pitch black columns jut out of the ground into the sky, their gnarled and clawed branches grabbing at the black sky above. You can hear an ethereal wind blowing, and far-off whispery voices creep into your ears, telling of misery and madness in languages unknown. Fuck. <laughs> so they can't see it, so I'll describe. The columns are like intertwined. It looks like they're almost grasping at the sky. Mm. Yeah. Right. So you can, uh, Jeff can kind of see them. Uh, you can, can kind of see, see them, them right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back me up, bro. Yeah. You guys are really. He's, he's, not he's pretty much. much right. It looks like they're grasping at the sky. Yeah. I, I pretend that I can totally see them. <laughs> right. what the f- who the fuck do you think? Well, I, yeah, I know. Are they grasping at the. How many fingers are there? What do you mean? They're columns. How many what? columns? How many are there? Sharpie's bluff falls through. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess. Um, okay, guess. Five. Well, you roll to see if it's... Oh. No, I mean, he, he guessed correctly in terms of, of convincing... <laughs> All right, you guessed correctly, but it was clearly still a guess. <laughs> the way you threw up your hands was... Like, no, dice, five. no dice were rolled. <laughs> All right, so these columns... Are, can I go examine the columns? Yeah, you can. I examine the columns. I'll go they, examine the columns. Their surface is smooth and black. Um, yeah, that's what they look like. <laughs> they seem rather straight, stretching high into the sky, and as, as noted before, they have gnarled branches. Gnarled branches, so we could climb these things. Yeah, definitely. You're I'm, a big climber, huh? I love to climb. <laughs> Do you want to climb? I love climbing columns. You, you, hear a, you hear a soft squish, 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 squish. Oh, oh shit. Is what? it approaching us? Who knows, man? I cast, I cast light. Yeah, you do. Your light has an incredibly <laughs> diminished effect. You can only see about 10 feet ahead of you. You don't make anything out. Squish, squish, squish. squish oh, God. Squish. I, All right. Well, yeah. do, do, I have a, do I have a torch? Yeah, you do. I don't think it's going to work. Well, I if, think the light shit isn't working. But if I... All right. I mean, it, it, like I, I said before, tie, it would work better I was going to attach a torch to an arrow and then shoot it towards the squishes, but I guess that's a bad idea. It's not a terrible idea. Yeah, don't, I mean, no, don't attack Well, stuff. I do, I do want to attack. Don't attack the squishes. We never, I, I, I've been living in regret ever since we fought that dragon. Mm-hmm. Remember that dragon came out and said, mm, delicious morsels, and you just fucking started firing at it. <laughs> you, you know, don't know it, like some dragons will be like, hey, my name is Ralph. Like, let me hang out with you. Like, 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 well, I challenge you to be so good at archery and not attack everything. You know, like almost most of the encounters you guys have had so far have actually had non-combat resolutions that were possible. <laughs> well, there's no way we would know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you telling us this now? Because I guess, I guess that that's the case. It's well, not... we disagree and consensus is you're wrong. I have, a, I have a good feeling about that fucking dragon. I think, I think he would wrong. be our best friend right now. You were good. You were lucky with the five columns, but right. this well, is too I, much. Uh, I, I, I on, start climbing well, up one of the columns. I think it's, it's, it's my, it, my it, turn. It, on, on Coco, I... Damn. I... I, uh, I on Coco, I, I approach the, the, the noise. And I have... It says I have low-light vision. You do. Oh, right, because you're a half-elf. I, I think you're a human You are persona. always forgetting I'm half-elf. That sentence has I never been see, said. I don't see race. <laughs> nice. Cool, dude. Uh, right. um, so I, I, I approach. 
don't you don't know if it's see a good anything. Idea you can hear the squishing, but you you can't see a thing. In fact, you have the best vision, um, Christaberg, and you can't see anything making. You can okay. you can still hear it. It's still it's still it sounds maybe like it's going around, coming from like a circle direction. or circling around us. Like you can't tell it's a circle, but definitely different different places around you. Uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I start climbing up one of the columns as high as I can go. You climb it. It's, it feels firm and kind of springy underneath your grasp. It's it's not <laughs> kind cold. of like a cock. <laughs> <laughs> Once you go giant black ethereal column, <laughs> you never go it's white cold. giant ethereal column. <laughs> Placing your fingers around this stiff, rigid object. <laughs> No, you climb up. You climb up the black, uh, the black pillar, and you can actually—they're all black. You know, it's all black pillars. But you can see there's something pretty far off that looks like it's not black. It's like a, a tuft of color up on the to top the top. Of, yeah, on the top of a far-off pillar oh, that so he I, could see from his vantage. So, so I'm, I'm on the wrong pillar, but I can see from this column that I can see another one that has a, a, a different hue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, wrong's all relative, but yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, sorry. In this case, I would say wrong is the right word to use. Well, what if it was like a trap? And then it would be the right pillar. Maybe you're on right. one of the I four gotcha. right pillars. It's so, not a trap. So how far up am I right now? Uh, you're about 30 feet up. Okay. Yeah. I stay there. Okay. Um, he conceals his knowledge. Does he tell us? He doesn't oh, sound oh, like it. No, I pass, I pass on what I see to everybody else around me. Can I try and climb up to where the color is? Yeah, yeah. You're not quite as good as a, a climber as uh, Quark is, if I'm not mistaken. Do you have a climb skill? You know, on the right bar of your, your skill chart. It says no numbers, so that's infinity? <laughs> it doesn't say any numbers? No numbers are there, so yeah, I assume I have all of the climb points. It's infinity, points. yeah. All right, well, well then the, I just well, bound to the top. I, 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 I climb down and say, you know what? I see another column over there. What's up there? It's a, it's, what, what? You just you can't see because you have low light vision, right? Not dark vision. Yeah. You can only kind of make out like the outline of like maybe it looks kind of like a blob. It doesn't really look like much. But it's a color. It's definitely color, and everything's pretty much black and white in this world and gray. So it's kind of it's kind of you know contrast. Hmm. I have gotta, levitate. I can levitate. Why don't you go levitate up toward it? I shall. Why don't, why don't you, like in Roadhouse, get nipple to nipple with it? <laughs> squish, 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 squish. Casting uh, levitate, right? Right? That's happening? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You, flow, uh, you flowly slowed up into the air. <laughs> slowly slowed up? It's yeah, Foster yeah. Brooks. <laughs> Slow sounds like a slur against some kind of race. <laughs> You go into the dead. You, you go into the slowly slow. You go into the underground chamber. So you're floating <laughs> up in the air. You're uh, you're a good twenty feet, you know, away from the elevation that you need to be at. So you continue to ascend. Okay. Squish, yes. Squish, squish, I, squish, squish. I use <laughs> I use wild empathy, and I ask uh, Coco if she knows what that squishing. Why wouldn't is. you ask the squish person? Oh, they're far away. Or they're not seeable. Like you haven't seen them. Okay, right, Coco so doesn't respond. I mentioned in the last session, Shadow Coco can't communicate. Shadow Coco. Yeah. Once you go Shadow Coco. <laughs> you never go corporeal Coco. Uh, as the old saying goes. All right, well, I... Well, what can I do here? Um, I feel like I haven't done anything. You got traps. You have a bow. Um, All of these are very aggressive. That's true. 
Um, I want to do. Hey guys, can we all agree? Let's have a non-conflict resolution. Yeah, let's let's find the non-conflict resolution all right. of this okay. chapter. Let's do this. I agree. Awesome. All right, I uh, yell out to the thing. Have you heard, Lady in Red? <laughs> Holdo. What did it say? No, he said. He said. Holdo. I'm sorry. What did you say? Wait, what did he say? You whisper. No, I yell. Okay. I yell it out at the top of my uh, impressive lungs. Holdo. Sounds like he's saying Holdo. He Hold. might be. I yell. I yell out. You can pass if you want. <laughs> we should have uh, decided what you should yell before you yell that. It's an inversion of the classic. Uh, you shall not pass. Good to know. Oh, oh, it's a person who can speak. He's talking to us. See? Squish yeah. person. Thanks for the notes, but... Squish. Do squish, you come squish, in peace? Squish, squish. I would say... So... <laughs> oh, like thank guys. God. Wait, oh, I, 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 I clamber down from the column, and I, and I, and I, I walk out into the middle of a... a, like a you know, the middle of the columns, mm-hmm. and, I, uh, and I summon the squishy people to me. <laughs> Okay. And 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 that also sounds racist. <laughs> the squishy people. Uh, Sharpie's still floating up in the air. Also, you were you were probably like approaching him, so like you'd get to him first before you would get that like chronologically, unless you want to float down to the ground. Sorry, I don't get that. You're floating in the air. Yeah, I know. You, you just want to chill to the chillax? color thing. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. You should keep going through the color the thing, right? You're, that's what yeah, you're going. Yeah, am, am I up by the color thing? You're right. getting close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That's okay. what I'm saying. Can I you're keep... approaching it. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to... You make it out. It's actually a person. Um, um, what is the person like? Wow, this is getting real racist. <laughs> you find a wizened old man sitting up in a tree in very tattered yet shimmering white rags that stand out in stark contrast to the black column he is perched in. Haldo! Yeah! Jesus Christ! But, Dear but, sir, go ahead. Uh, hi, I'm I'm Maureen. Sweetie, what? Y- you're down there. Yeah, yeah, I'm down here. I'm calling up. <laughs> okay. Is that okay? Yeah. Dear sir, <laughs> I am Maureen, and I'm sorry, that's my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 these and these are my friends. Uh, we mean you no harm, obviously. Uh, what's what's your story? Breffy the Wanderer is my name. I've been wandering for all my life, never sleeping in the same place twice. <laughs> sweeping in the same place twice. Twice. I, I say nothing and just float back down. <laughs> I, cl- I I climb up the column to uh, to Breffy Breffy Breffy. Breffy? Breffy. Breffy the Wanderer. I, I climb I'm up. Breffy. I climb up. I, I climb up. I, I, I like the sound of this guy, so I, I climb up the column to talk to him. How's it going? I, I, extend, a, uh, I extend a small hand and, uh, and, and, uh, and welcome. He takes your small hand. <laughs> <laughs> what is a small hand? I, I say to him, uh, don't you have just the hands no, you have? I, I'm small. You can pick hands. I'm I'm a small gentleman. I'm a I'm I'm, I'm a gnome. He's like a like a like a. Oh He's God. about I was the size of like a six-year-old boy. He's a little man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little. Guy. I didn't know this the entire time. I'm a little guy. In I'm my a... head, it was just you, but you don't have a tie. Now. Now go back and think of me fucking Coco. It's way better. Exactly. 
That's why you had to stand on the tree stump? Yeah. It's like, this is like Fight Club for you. You're going No, back but, dude, if I have to fuck a horse at my height, I have to stand on a tree stump. Yeah. Just maybe a less widthy one than the one you would have to. Exactly. Okay, so I, I say to him, uh, look, our, our, our shadows have been taken from us. Do you know anything about this? You know, I just saw some shadows wandering down not too long ago. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'd love to help you folks, but right now we're being surrounded by phantom fungus. Phantom fungus. <laughs> phantom fungus! <laughs> I summon Dalton. I didn't hear that. I'm sorry. What? Oh, no, no. I, 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 I wish we had a, a, a cooler from, from a f- notorious roadhouse <laughs> bars to come, to come clean up the action. Yeah, but it's but time to not be nice. Do I have any, like, thing I can use here? You have traps. I don't want to... Uh, can I ask him something and he can ask the, the guy? Yeah, yeah. Hey! Hey! Quirk. Uh, Quirk! Yeah, yep. You can Chris? hear me? Yes, Chris. I've got uh, strong pipes from my years of touring. <laughs> Could you ask, what's his name? Bruff, Bruffy? Bruffy. I'm Bruffy. <laughs> Did he say his name was Bruffy? Bruffy the Wanderer. Could you ask Bruffy if the phantom fungus, I mean, they sound like bad guys, but are they good guys or bad guys? They, and I, is the phantom also with an F? Two questions. Okay. <laughs> Bruffy, when you say we're being surrounded by phantom fungus, is, it, is, that, is that a threat or are they cool? Phantom funguses are mindless funguses that try to eat people. Also, they're invisible. And and, and, and impervious to pluralization. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Can you... uh, Did you not ask the F question? Is phantom with an F? Or is is also fungus with a PH? Can you also ask why he's so unaffected? Why why he's not afraid? Yeah, are you unafraid because you're standing up on top of the column? I feel like cue-wise, my question was before. (laughs) If we're going just in terms of... I climbed down the column, put Christopherberg on my back, and climbed back up so he can have this conversation with Breffy the One. Real quick question, Breffy. (laughs) I'm Breffy! It's gonna... Yeah, I heard that. now this seems like it's not gonna be, it's not really gonna count, but is the phantom with an F, or is the fungus with a PH, or is it spelled like you normally would spell it? He looks down to the ground for a bit, mulling it over. I can't spell! Can you take me back down? Yes. Can you we t- have a tradition take- as a group of attacking everything that wants to be friends with us and having... <laughs> having these keystone cops encounters with everything that's just an animal like every time a bear just wants to eat us we end up like changing pants with each other Quirk, Quirk, can you carry me up there ever I, cl- I, I, I climb down and drop off Christopher pick up Mulrain thanks thanks bro you got it I'll see you on the flip flop if you'd asked him is a flip flop with an F or a PH the first flip is with a PF, PF and the other one's a P, PH like Pfizer yes exactly okay. And the other one's like fat, but but like, like a Tuesday, fat yeah, Tuesday, or a person? No, like like a pH fat, like 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 yeah, a Tuesday, like a Tuesday. Okay, okay. So then I put Mulrain on my shoulders and I, I ferry her back up the column to have her uh, ask a question. That happens. Uh, hi. Um. Uh. Why are Why aren't you afraid? Well, I'm used to phantom funguses. They come round the ebb and thicket quite often. Can you tell them it should be fungi, not funguses? <laughs> I, I climb down and I pick up uh, Christopher. Oh, bring... and I, as Christopher goes up, before he goes up, I put a note in his pocket. That's my question. <laughs> okay, sorry. 
How about this? Uh, I, I climb down the, 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 the column. I take out a pad of paper, and I have everybody write down their questions. <laughs> well, Mine is happening. not a question. It's just more of a helpful statement. As that's happening, okay. Breffy comes down. Oh, good. Thank God. <laughs> oh, shit. We didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Bre- Breffy, what's your secret for dealing with these phantom fungi? Well, first of all, that is the correct pluralization. I didn't want to be shitty in this sort of moment. It's fungi. That's me as Chris DeBerg. Talking to Breffy. You should dodge. <laughs> you do dodge. I dodge. You feel something come within inches of your face, but uh. It... I feel something come within inches of my face. Yeah. Is this still I, the black pillar? I, I, <laughs> so I dodged. Uh, I dodged. Whatever. No, no, he dodged. Uh, oh, Christopher. Christopher. You got it right in your eye. <laughs> That's not so. <laughs> That's not so. All right. Okay. So he's down here. So the okay. So Breffy, what the fuck? Uh, we are being attacked right now. What advice do you have to give us for the phantom fungus? You get hit in the face. See. <laughs> I dodge. You feel an invisible presence hit you in the face. I, I, I should have just stayed up on that column. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you take six damage. Sharpie, do you have any ideas? Uh, yeah, I cast Mage Armor. That's a good uh, idea. On everybody? Nope. <laughs> it only works on him. It increases your AC by four. That makes you harder to hit. All of us? Nope, just him. <laughs> it's an investment. <laughs> uh, I, I take my rope... Okay. And okay. I, I, I tie the end to your feet. <laughs> I tie the end like a like a loop, like a lasso, mm-hmm. and I get out of the way, everyone. My my friends get out of the way, and I start whipping it around in a circle. <laughs> Wait, do you have to tell us how long the rope is, so that we're out of the radius of it? It's it's twelve feet. All right, let's go thirteen feet, everyone. <laughs> I'm covered in column cum. <laughs> I'll hold my hand. Okay. Oh. Careful, everyone. I'll take care of this. I'm going to detect the phantom creatures with my rope tracker. Mm-hmm. Why are you looking at me like that? Uh, no, I'm, I'm watching. I'm... And I start whipping it around in a circle, and everyone thinks I'm doing a good job. Are you... <laughs> She's doing great at that. <laughs> Is rope tracker a thing? No, 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 it's no, not. I, but I, the pre- okay, the premise is I'm if there is an invisible entity in the way, the rope would interact with it. Would hit it. So I will know where the where the yeah. where the phantom fungi yeah. are. But she does, she doesn't have a thing in her sheet that says rope tracker. She's, no, no I'm she owns a rope. My, I'm oh. calling it my rope tracker. Oh, she's calling. <laughs> this is an audible. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> you're making up. You're like you're like a he man. It's just my rope. I'm, I'm naming it. Okay. Like I named Coco. This right, is rope tracker. You feel your rope slap against something invisible. <laughs> oh wow. Can uh, I can I do use rapid shot and fire an arrow? No, don't no. just fire again. We're gonna get out of this without fighting it. <laughs> but these are fungi that are going to eat our faces. Hey, yeah. but look at the name fungi, right? <laughs> but they're they attacked right? us. They're attacking us. They're funguses. They? Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, funguses. <laughs> Um, I, I take out my poison dagger and I sniff it, which most people don't know gets me slightly high, but also gives me, I can see invisible things. 
You, yeah, you wish. That'd be cool. You can believe that's true. Maybe, can, can he see where my rope you tracker You can all see where landed? it hit. Yeah, okay. definitely. So you can see where it hit something. It hit right there. Yeah, it did. Um, I, ha- I take out my poison dagger. That's where it hit. I can't, I can't detect sarcasm. <laughs> and I hurl it at the funguses. The sarcasm? No. That is not a constructive thing to use. <laughs> he flipped it around. By poison dagger. Okay, so you th- you're throwing the poison dagger. Throw yeah. that poison dagger. Throwing the poison dagger. Okay. <laughs> Whipping back quickly, you strike. The flying, uh, you, you fling the poison dagger with great grace and swift, uh, swiftness alacrity. They're slightly impressed. Yeah. More, more than slightly. They're fucking impressed. In the place that you think that the phantom fungus must be. It does not hit. Fuck. Can someone go get my dagger? Spencer, what, what, what is weapon focus? Weapon focus makes you uh, better at hitting with the weapon that you have. Okay, Shit, I, I should have known that. I, 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 do, do I still, can I still detect, even though I'm covered in the, in the, in the fungus? In my... You know where the rope hit, whether or not the creature's still there at this point. I mean, maybe. I don't I, think the thing is in your face still. I think it just hit you and moved on, right? Is, 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 is Mulrain still swinging her, her rope tracker? No, you no, can no, only no. do that like a, one, once or twice. Like mm-hmm. a the, the way the rope tracker works. They just do it until it hits something in my head. Yeah. What, what are my goggles and my newt seeing? They can, uh, if you're searching around, you can see things better, you know. Like, well, almost kind of like if you're like an, inv- like an investigator with a magnifying glass or something. But, but would it help with this? This is invisible. Wouldn't you don't help? know that it wouldn't. I mean, it, it'll help you see, and you can't see this. All right, thing. I put on my goggles and my newt seeing, and mm-hmm. I take out my far sword, and I use my weapon focus, and I try to do a, a far sword attack. On the uh, invisible fungus. Donning the goggles of minute seeing, you can see things minutely in a way that you couldn't before. You can notice the hazy, not hazy, you can notice the slight difference between shades of gray where footsteps appear to be being made on the floor. Swinging your sword in a wide arc, you unfurl a beam. Not a beam, fuck everything. (laughs) What if I just like walked out the back right now? Swinging your sword in a wide arc, a burst of uh, far sword energy launches to where you think the phantom fungus is currently residing. At. Currently residing. <laughs> where it files its taxes. That's a critical hit, you guys. Critical hit. Thank you. Where it's currently residing. I attacked it at home. <laughs> Your sword says resident on it. You hear a great whoosh as your blast of energy blasts through the clearing that you were kind of in. You hear a flump, flump. You see, materializing before your eyes, two halves of a very disgusting-looking phantom fungus lying on the ground slain. Shh, dude, you did it. I fucking did it. That was amazing. I fucking did it. Thank God for that rope tracker. (laughs) Hey, you know what fungi hate? Funguses? Dryness? Heat? Light? Fireball! But he's dead. He's dead. Honey, he's dead. Stop, stop, he's dead. Oh. Please, (laughs) you're just desecrating its corpse now. (laughs) I thought there was more than one. I thought it was a fun guy, not a fun guy. No, it's funguses. Like, there's multiple funguses. Like, you're right. 
Yeah. Oh, oh, so there's, there's more oh, out so there? there? Yeah, other... one of them's dead, though, totally. Oh, okay. Oh, how many more okay. are there? I don't we, know, man. We don't know. Invisible. <laughs> I love yeah, how no. you're... Do you want to borrow my rope tracker? Uh, do, do, do you want to let me cast... Do you use it so well? You don't know where to cast it. Dude, I'm going to aim in the general direction of where... It's a big spell with a big effect, a big area of effect. Well, it's a we'll fireball. <laughs> what, don't do it at the one that's already dead. Can we use the rope tracker to figure out where it is and then use the fire? We're all using it. All right. All right. It's hot. It's like metrosexual. Remember when we were saying Look, that? Mulrain Mo- invented rope tracker technology. Let's use it. All right. All right. I, I feel, I feel I'm, I'm eating a little bit of crow here because I made fun of it, but I'll wait for the rope tracker to tell me where to <laughs> cast my fireball. So when you do the rope tracker, we kind of have to like get on our knees, right? You don't have to. You're tiny, but so right. it goes above our heads. Right, right. And I extend the rope to 25 feet. That'll make it a bit harder to control. <laughs> You're really pushing your new invention to its limits, huh? You remember um, the first plane was only airborne for like 40-some seconds. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I I um, I, I bring it back uh, five feet. So so like a, a fifteen twenty. Yeah. yeah, I forgot what I said last time. Okay. Just just making sure. All right. So so twenty. Six. Twelve. 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 So it's seventeen now. Twelve. Do seventeen feet. 17 it was feet. seventeen. It's a nice point. prime number. <laughs> you guys, right. the rope tracker wasn't designed for this. <laughs> For heavy math. This is heavy math, you guys. This is what heavy math is. Simple subtraction. All right. I, I, take, I take the rope tracker, and I whirl it above, above my head. And I, I feel going. like it could use a better name also. Uh, the Adventure Facilitator. Okay. 17 feet. I thought I would get a, a bigger reaction to that. I, I, it's still the rope tracker. I whirl it around my head. I'm going to use, like, clock notation. So, uh, you know, your rope strikes an entity at uh, 4 o'clock. Right. Fireball, so, 4 o'clock, when I get a chance. Okay. <laughs> like, like when you see an attractive girl at a bar. We're using the same nomenclature. <laughs> I don't... That, what? That, that's what happens at bars. I've been drunk once. <laughs> that's that's I've, been, I've been drunk more than once. Um... What's happening? So he, uh, Four o'clock. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Casting your arms in a magical manner, you conjure up a brilliant f- uh, orb of fire, although its light is slightly muted in the shadow plane. Igmamius Infernum! Launching the sphere of light at where you think the rope tracker identified the phantom fungus. Um, it launches. <laughs> It strikes the ground right where you thought it would be and explodes into a huge radius of fire. The black columns are consumed in the flames, and although it is a bit dim, you can see they're starting to light up in fire. Oops. <laughs> the charred husk of a phantom fungus falls. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot that poison dagger. Also, hey, 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 Breffy. Oh, yeah, what's Breffy up to? Hey, guys, I'm Breffy. Uh, Jump jump in any time. You lit the forest on fire. Well, uh, I was pushed to that. Uh, Can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs, right, Breffy? We're going to have to leave unless you want to die of suffocation. Let's leave. It's that bad? Forest fires will kill you, yeah. Uh, every, everyone can jump on Shadow Coco, right? We can all Not ride. everyone. I'd say you could fit... I called shotgun on Shadow Coco. <laughs> well, I have shotgun. You could fit one person in Quark. 
Because Quark's One, really small, so he doesn't. Right, I get on. I get on the back of Coco. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's a good idea. Uh, it's I like you only... feel like you've been there before. <laughs> I can only take one of you. I can cast haste and move very fast. Uh, yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I can move. <laughs> I was going to say I can move silently, but that won't make a difference to a fire, right? It certainly wouldn't. I hide from the fire by closing my eyes. According to De Niro in Backdraft, it's a living thing. <laughs> All right. Well, I try and reason with it then. <laughs> you, you, you form some compelling arguments, but uh, it's, not, it's not soaking in. So uh, is, is it good to flee these columns? Uh, or is it, was there more to be gained from these columns? <laughs> now, was, that, was anything ever gained from these columns? The guy, Breffy. Bre- Breffy the Wanderer. Um, Breffy. But I mean, if those weren't there, he would have just been standing in roughly the same area, probably. Oh, okay. So there's nothing to be gained. Well, uh, Breffy, where should we, uh, like, where to? We should get away from the fire. <laughs> Who are Breffy, you? Breffy sounds like a character in an old CD-ROM game. <laughs> I feel like we should keep him around with like us. Like Oregon Trail? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to buy three pounds of bacon. <laughs> I loved Oregon Trail. Me too. Great game. So, um, can I also run with these guys? As oh, yeah. I'd, I'd recommend it. <laughs> I do it. Nice. You guys are fleeing the fire. Can I go and get my dagger? Yeah, yeah. I go, I, There's enough time for that. I get my dagger and then I run. All right, we flee. Hurriedly fleeing from the fire, you find yourself amidst uh, something I'm going to read. Sweet. The fire uh, is far away now, but you're still within the thicket of columns. And as you can see, there are woven between the black shadowy trees, sticky braid-like nets and meshes of shivering white webbing, which stands out in stark contrast to the dull grays and blacks of the plain. The webbing envelops the entire forest from this point on, blanketing in thick, ropey strands of silk. You can see bubble-like pustules on the webby floor, Uh-oh. ominously pulsing, and the path that Breffy has been leading you down is barred by webs and nest- nets <gasps> strung between the trees. Be careful now. We don't want to disturb any phase spiders. Yeah, no, sh- no shit. What, what's their name? Phase spiders? Phase spiders. As like in they, they attack phase. your face? As in they phase. Phase. Oh. Not yeah. like face like spiders. Phases. With a PH. With a PH. Okay, good. <laughs> Face spider sounds scarier. Yeah. <laughs> face well, spiders. Or the face spiders. <laughs> Guys, I don't want to be a dick, but I don't like breathing. I don't know. He's, he helps us. What, what did he help he us do? Us. He, he, Can we get rid of Breffy? He, he, he didn't really help us with the, with the, with the fungus. He, so is he an earshot of this discussion? Yeah, he, he is. Can we Unless whisper? I guess you could speak. I take, take Breffy. I try and distra- I, 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 I make take, a loud sound while you guys discuss it so he can't hear. Mm. I, I take Breffy in Roadhouse fashion. I sing that. And I, uh, I, I take Breffy by the collar, if he has a collar on, and I, and I pin him up against a, a, like a tree. Jesus. His collar like, is vaguely sticky. Okay, well, then it, it helps me hold on to him better. It definitely does, yeah. And I hold him up against a tree, and I go, listen, Breffy, if you let us into a trap, so help me God, I'll knee you in the nuts, Sam Elliott style. Does this, is, you does should... this look as adorable as I think it looks? <laughs> 
That's that's your guys' call. You should knee him in the nuts just to be safe. All right, I'll good cop this. Hey, hey, man, why would Lee... No, no, Sharpie, stand down! Why would he lead us into a trap by telling us to be careful for phase spiders? Uh, it, we, we left the fire and he took us into a phase spider nest. Well, we just no, we just ran from the fire and he he's warning us about this. Like we just thought this was elegant white silk. I mean, should we use the rope tracker? Or? <laughs> well, I, we we know where the stuff is. I mean, it's a great invention, but I don't think we need it every step of the way. Is there a way to get around the phase spider area? I mean, why would we have to walk through this? Because you're getting you are fleeing a fire. I mean, but you could, it, yeah, you could pick your way away from can it. Can I use, uh, is, is there a magic beast that I could summon that could kind of guide us through this area? You can summon nature's allies, but they wouldn't be, like, particularly great at guiding you through because they're from a different plane. So, Dead so, silence. <laughs> so I shouldn't do that? I mean, uh, it would, if you wanted another ally on your team, it would work. But if you wanted a guide, it wouldn't work. Can I use a hat of disguise and, and look like a face spider? Oh, uh, Jesus. No, you can only emulate humanoid creatures with the, with the hat of disguise. Aren't I from this area? You're from the planet Twyla, which is a different dimension than the planet Shadow, oh. but they're related. So are there... I think we have to go through this. You don't have to do anything. Uh, is there, are there like, is it like an alternate dimension, like a shadow world, so there would be real world counterpart to this area? Yeah. yeah, definitely. So I do know the terrain a little bit. Well, actually, interestingly enough, it's different than the plane of Twyla that you remember. So it's, it's not the same. Maybe it's similar a bit, but it's not the same as the plane you're recognizing. Oh, guys, there's nothing I can do. So I, I examine the immediate surroundings right in front of us. You're like, the, like there's the path before you, but it's covered in webs. You'd have to like cut down the webs. All right. I, I, I take out my sword. That's not a good idea. That's how they found out. Find out that something. Or you could sneak through them. Like, yeah. Okay. I, I, I think that's better. I, I use my ability to uh, my small size and my ability to sneak about. Oh, or you're, you, you're sneaky too. Or you can yeah. light them on fire. No, that's when they'll come for light us. Light them on fire. That didn't work for us like two minutes ago. <laughs> well, I mean, how or you could light yourselves on fire. Well, we're, I'm just throwing out options. I mean, we're running. The reason we're here is because one fireball like fucking took out a whole forest. I mean, it's kind of like having the U.S. Air Force on our side. We could just defoliate this area. Any, anybody out there have any advice for us? They're basically like drones. Yes, somebody was raising their hand. Yeah, oh, you were just stretching. Just stretching. I think their advice would be to pause it and and and. Like we should, we should close out the show and, and address the spider nest next week, right? Yeah. Cliffhanger? Yeah. We've got to pick a movie for, for next week. Spider we... nest cliffhanger! Because, yeah. I mean, what would happen that we would, you know... Thank you, Kamel Nanjiani. One more time for Kamel. Kamel Nanjiani. Aaron McGaffey. I. Jesus Christ. <laughs> she, 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 just, she just spilled her wine. Uh, she handed me her character sheet and it was kind of soaked with uh, wine. She's. Sorry. It didn't get my suit, did it? <laughs> it's a little clumsy. I'm supposed to have a baby with you? What? <laughs> <I didn't... laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to. <laughs> like you're an alien and 
Brian. <laughs> Your overlord was said, you must procreate with her. Uh, sorry, I spilled my wine. <laughs> yeah, one day you'll be spilling wine for two. <laughs> Think about that, Dan. If you get me pregnant, I won't drink. Oh, all right. Well, I did, I don't negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> Aaron McGathy, everybody. Oh, it, always make an exit. <laughs> it's like a crime scene over here. There's fucking red wine everywhere. <laughs> Think about it. Nine months in which I'll be absolutely yeah. <laughs> incapable of I dare you to get me pregnant. <laughs> hey, Spencer. Yo, what's up, man? Catch. Whoa, good, good throw. Yeah, man, I've just been so excited about sports and football and fantasy football. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, here, catch. Oh, uh, oh it hit catch. me, but I caught it. Yeah, well, you're supposed to. That's good. Like, you know what I love more than regular football? It's the fantasy of it. Right. Well, listen up. Here, catch. Whoa, good throw. If you love fantasy football, then you need to try my new favorite app, Draft. It's weekly fantasy football. Here, I'm going long, Whoa. but not like the other guys. I'm throwing it longer. Uh, I dropped it. Uh, is that it? Can you do live snake drafts like like in your season long uh, fantasy football play with your friends on that app? Yeah, Spencer? with other people, just like in your season long league. Here's how it works: It's a draft. I think the ball went down the drain. Let me. I'm just gonna. It's a draft that lasts for one week, and there's no management. Just set it and forget it. I'm doing that cabbage patch dance, even though we lost the ball. I'm pretending that's a touchdown. Drafts start every couple minutes, so you can join one right now. And the best part: you can play for cold hard cash, Spencer. Whoa. Do they start at just $1? Yeah. There's no salary caps. You you can play in a real live snake draft just like you play with your friends in season-long leagues. I think we mentioned that. <laughs> but here's, but here's, here is the kicker, Spencer. And by kicker, I mean the portion that's highlighted that it's required we read. Mm. Come and join me on Draft today. Download the app anytime. Just search Draft in your app store and join a game in minutes. Or play right from your computer on PlayDraft.com. Whatever you want. Take the next one. All right. I dropped uh, a... Oh, you dropped the ball? I can't find the ball, but it's fine because, you know, we could just play football on this app. Right. For a limited time only. (laughs) For a limited time only, all new players get a free entry into a draft when you make your first deposit, but you have to use my promo code Harmontown. That's right. Play a real money game for free just using my promo code Harmontown on your first deposit on draft. I think there's a clown down in this sewer holding the football and beckoning to us, promising that we will all float. (laughs) Will we? Yeah, especially if we search for Draft at the App Store or go to PlayDraft.com and play free with the promo code Harmontown. Draft. You'll float, too. Uh, All right. I think I would like... I'm going to be selfish here and use the Harmontown Movie Club as my own personal movie jukebox and assign a movie that I would like to watch again and discuss next week. I think that's fair. Yeah. I mean, what else would my job be? Was was the person that suggested... uh, uh, Roadhouse uh, last week here tonight. Who who is that? What's your name? This young lady here. Uh, Lisette. Lisette. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah, it was delightful. It was a good chance to see a movie I hadn't seen. Yeah. But there's a movie I have seen that I think everyone should see, and that whether or not everyone in this audience has seen it again, I I, I, I has seen it. I think they should see it again. I. I, I I brought up Zardoz in the green room. Yes. I really want Anybody? to... Anybody? By applause. Who has not seen Zardoz? By applause. Wow. Oh, okay. So this is important. How and much it, How much do you want to see Sean Connery in fur, leggings, and diapers? So here's... Well, we, we, we won't go into too much detail. It's a goodie. Start it 
earlier than you think you should. Yeah, don't, 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 don't start this at 11 p.m. Don't, don't go to the bar with your friends and then go like, 8 o'clock, Zardoz, my place, and smoke a joint. Like, it's, this is a... Yeah. It's, it's uh, this put, movie... Have, a, have, a, have, a, have an espresso. Yeah. Uh, like, like, break it into two days, maybe, because like the, the, the last third of the movie goes very 70s. I mean, the whole thing is insane. Uh, like the, 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 without spoiling anything, the director's commentary on the, uh, that, that I listened to on the, at the beginning of the movie is, uh, what's the guy's name, John Borman? I think uh, uh, he, he says something like, I can't, if, if, if this isn't the quote, then it's funnier than this. Um, it, 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 he says like hello I'm John Borman uh, I directed a movie called Zardoz uh, in 19 whatever it is 79 uh, the, it took uh, X weeks to shoot the budget was X uh, million dollars and I'll be the first to admit it kind of got away from me <laughs> It's something like that. If it's if if that's not if that's not what he precisely says, then what he says is actually even funnier than that. Um, and the movie is like it's more, nuts. more so than Roadhouse. I mean, it just beyond because the '70s was a completely different time before before that shark blew up at the end of Jaws. Um, there was a different era in cinema when like, there was a whole different timeline that might have been where American cinema was just like, it could have been anything. <laughs> like We still thought movies was like a thing that you did that was like, kind of half art, half populist pacification. It wasn't like fully just like, hey, ju-, you know, everything has to have a... It was weird. Like, like, like in the 70s, like a movie could just end with like the hero like going, blowing his own brains out or like, like it would just go to black and just credits would roll and silence. Like You never knew what the fuck was going to happen happen at the end of a movie. Zardoz, you don't know what the fuck is going to happen at the beginning of the movie. I've seen that movie three times. I don't know what that movie's about. It, it's a little bit... I mean, I, I, there, are, there are elements of it that are... That's, that's what's great about it. It's not just a shitty movie that's like... In a, it, 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 like, like my favorite thing about bad movies is is not because this is what I didn't like about like you know Leprechaun in the in the hood and stuff and like and and why I won't even bother to watch Piranha 3D and stuff like that is like there's a there's a line where the shitty movie is self aware of its shittiness and it's it's like hey you you'll watch a shitty movie let's make a shitty movie and like 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 I, my favorite shitty movies are shitty movies that are trying to be Citizen Kane and Zardoz right. really fits the bill Xanadu is another one and I, I, I think Roadhouse kind of qualifies it's like hey let's blow people's minds with this movie Zardoz is like like, like, like let's watch it and we'll talk about it a little bit it, it hits on themes of immortality I know that Dan can we get Lizette up on stage I want to talk about the ending of Roadhouse okay <laughs> Lizette yeah. would you come Sorry. up on stage with us Lizette <laughs> grab a mic Lizette Lisette, you're very familiar with the movie Roadhouse, obviously. Yes, I am. Can we talk about the ending of that movie? Yes, what, what, what in particular? When the polar bear falls on the fat guy. Yeah! <laughs> oh, yes, the code of silence, the, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. So the, 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 the fat guy is a bad guy, right? And he yes, keeps he, is. he keeps getting his ass kicked throughout the film. Yes. And he keeps coming back for more. Right. And then he gets... Patrick Swayze hides behind a water buffalo or a yak at some point. <laughs> and then he's, du- he's ducking and dodging between Ben Gazzara's stuffed animals. Right. And there's a lot of gay threats, and he's going to fuck him in the ass and mount his ass, and there's like this weird <laughs> thing going on. And then, and then the fat guy is running around, and then all of a sudden, Patrick Swayze, we presume, is pushing a polar bear on wheels toward him. <laughs> and he, sh- he puts four or five bullets into the polar bear. Right. And, and it, it falls down on him and it seems to kill him. 
But it just turns out it stuns him, right? right. Okay, take it. You, Lisette. Well, you want me to do some kind of like analysis? I want you to tell me what you what 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 you, what you think the ending of that movie like. <laughs> like explain the end of the end of that movie to me. Um. Well, towards the end, um, what's his name, Mr. Waverly? Yes. Uh, Mr. Waverly is uh, gunned down by the townspeople who he fucked over. Right. Um, and, and, thrown, uh, and thrown through a coffee table. Right. <laughs> because the, the last act of defenestration. There's so many windows being thrown through. <laughs> the last window there's, is there's the window giant, to the floor. There's, there's a giant square glass coffee table. <laughs> it's like, it, uh, there's only one piece of plate glass left in this town, and you're going through it. <laughs> but it actually, he, it he's actually, also been shot 11 times. So. It actually seems as if like he did some kind of acrobatics and like jumped backwards. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Yeah. And also, they punch a guy. His nose is already bloody first. It's so like, his nose is already bloody and the, uh, the fist comes in it's like oh, it's already the blood so then, but then the fat guy when, when everybody they gather up the guns at the end and like we're gonna hide the crime it's gonna be a code of silence right and then the, in the background the fat guy who we a moment ago was squashed by a giant <laughs> appears out of nowhere yeah one and a half ton bear <laughs> Uh, Polar bear, baby. but he's kind of like yeah. up. He's like he's in the background, like oh, uh, he's like, he's he still got his gun. Like, like god damn it. Yeah, and it's like it's like hey, so and so, do you know anything? No, I don't. Do you know anything? No, I don't. Do you know anything? All I know is I got hit on by a polar bear. <laughs> what yeah, I got I got knocked over by a bear. <laughs> And then, then they cut to him fucking sharp titties again. Oh, can we talk about <laughs> Kelly Lynch's boob job a little bit in that movie? Wow. Kelly Lynch, right? Yeah, Kelly Lynch. There was some complicated the, boobs. She, I, 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 know, I know her as the mom from Curly Sue. That's all I know. Oh, her. right. Wow. Yeah. That was a strange, strange set of tits. <laughs> Ra- razor, razor sharp. I'm razor sure. sharp. Yeah. 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 You could you could have put a Swayze's eyes on and wall-eyed, like 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 a clear division between them, like <laughs> like 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 one one in each armpit, perfectly round, kind of like. Right. Right. I don't know how you describe that. Like 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 yeah, a boob yeah. here and a boob there, like headlights, like 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 with well, a total grill between them. Well, I would prefer that she had that them. versus uh, sand dollar nipples. That would have been not as attractive. <laughs> I'm just... You come, you don't like the sand dollar nipples? I'm not a fan. No. no. You'd rather have the pointy. Uh, like angular, made it carved out of wood tits. <laughs> the, the, those, those were those tits were roughly hewn. They're, they're more. They, I, I would say they were more aesthetically pleasing. I think. Yeah. I think for cinematic purposes, I think yeah. What do you? What would you say the ideal nipple size the <laughs> diameter would be, Lisette? Um, if you had to pick. The diameter um, diameter is half a radius or double the radius. I forget. No, it's double, double. double. double the radius. Yeah. yeah, double the radius. Sorry, math tutor. Duh. Um, <laughs> what? Wait, what? I, I, I would say I would say no no bigger than um, uh, two or three centimeters. Maybe no bigger. Two or three centimeters. Yeah. Okay, we went, we went, you went metric on us. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Let's go with stuff in our pockets. A quarter or a All half right, dollar? No bigger, I'd say no bigger than a nickel. Right. Depen- I think wait, it's depending a- on how old you are, and if or not, we're talking pre- or post-lactation. Well, isn't it hugely dependent on the breast size? I mean, Not necessarily. No, your nipple expands actually according to how much milk you lactate and... And uh, I, I'm, or this is biology speaking. Why did they have you up Kelly, here earlier? I mean, Kelly, if, if you had a boob the size of a basketball, maybe if you had, couldn't, if, your, couldn't your areoli be, be like you know bigger? Not according and it, to a lot of the porn I've seen. No, no. We're saying the full areola, nipple being the whole areola, no bigger than a nipple. No, no, no bigger than a nickel. Nickel. Yeah. A nickel. Sorry. <laughs> But then no. again, you have to ask yourself if we're talking pre or post lactation, and when, when, how old is the woman? But we're trying. <laughs> I, I don't know why the question was this, but the question we were asking, he was asking, uh, what's the ideal nipple size? Now, then, now we've gone into what's the likely nipple size. 
I would say ideally, why not? Um, no you, bigger than a nickel. You're talking nickel-sized nipples. Yes. N- areola, all told. Yeah, why not? Nickel. Uh, nickel between. All right, nickel, nickel to quarter. Are you are, are you nickel quarter? <laughs> What's happening? What's happening? When did I, I'm, really a, I'm really a man, actually. Really? <laughs> yeah. All right, take him out. No, thank you. Take him out, Lisette. <laughs> Uh, let's thank Lizette, I think, for Lizette, coming up. thank you. Shit. That went to places unknown. Thank you, Lizette. We, we, will, table, you? we will table that nipple discussion until next, next week. What are you, Howard Stern now? What is, <laughs> what's happening? She has such a hard, fast rule on nickel-sized nipples. I, I don't... I mean, you brought her up. You asked her about nipples. She started answering, and then you're like, get yours out. What, put them out. I, I'm, I'm a journalist, Dan. <laughs> uh... Nipple to nipple, exactly, Roadhouse style. Yes, 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 everyone, yes. Uh, <laughs> but be nice until it's time not to be nice. Exactly. Uh, whatever. I have no notes. I'm not. I'm not critiquing anyone. I had. A, I had a fine time. Thank you for coming I had to this Harvard Town meeting. Uh, how do we close the show? What do we do? All right. Okay, Dan. Are you ready to try this out? Yeah. All right. We're, we're going to end big. We're going to yeah. fucking go out swinging here. This is huge. Zach said this one's gnarly. Feel it first. Let it come to you. Yo, yo, yo. Middle East, yo. Bizarre, yo. Yo, yo. Sand nomad. Yo, yo. 9-11, mother. Yeah. My name's Dan Harmon, motherfucker. I'm gonna fuck your ass like my name was Chris Tucker. Go in into the sand dune and fuck a camel. Gonna fuck your mama so hard the tooth enamel came off. I made her cough and my cum came up and went up to the thing. Sing. La 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 la. Stop singing. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do I do? Stop singing, motherfucker. Dan, Dan, all you have to do is keep rapping as hard as you can. Dance as hard as you can. And make those pants come down, baby. I mean, say, use that in case of emergency, in case, the, in case the lyrics don't get where you want to go. I fucked your mama so hard she got on a plane. I fucked your mama, I caused her vagina pain. I fucked your mama, the flotation device got out of the plane and made her feel nice. She took a parachute down to the sea. I fucked your mama for America and you and me. I fucked your mama so hard her thighs started to shake. I fucked your mama like her name was Duke Nukem or Quake. I fucked your mama like a first-person shooter. I fucked your mama in her pussy and her pooter. I fucked your mama in her shoe and her eye. I fucked your mama till the day I die. I've seen the future and I've seen the past. I fucked your mama so hard, she's the first and the last. I love your mama, I'm committed to her. I fucked your mama like I was made of fur. I'm a big, hairy Sean Connery motherfucker. I fucked your mama because my Chris Tucker. Yeah, okay. Give me a chance. I fucked your mama till I lost my pants. Gonna dance up and down till my pants come down around my ankles. Oh, the- different song. <laughs> All right. Rapping till my pants come down. Rapping till I'm all allowed. Rapping, change the pronunciation of words. Rapping till I show you where my turds are made. 
in my butt. I'm gonna rap till my pants come down a lot. I'm gonna rap till my pants come down. I'm gonna rap. I can't. I, thinking of two things and rapping at the same time. Very hard makes it hard to rhyme. Dancing around till my pants fall down. Only thing you can say is down and then rhymes clown. Fuck your mama so hard as in the sky. I can't do it. I can't do it. All right. Dan, you, you just rap. You just right. rap. I'll take care of the rest. All right. Just give me a second. Good night. Hope you drove home real safe. Fucked your mama so hard, her thighs chafed. Fucked your mama in a restaurant yesterday. Fucked your mama so hard. All right, come on. Stop it. We gotta, we gotta... No, stop it. Don't restart it. We blew it. We can't do it. We can't end the show that way. It's a, you've heard of a false start. That's a false stop. Like, we can't... We gotta figure out a different way to end the show. Why couldn't your pants fall down? I, well, I can't... They, my pants can fall down, but I can't improvise a rap while I'm making my pants fall down. What do you want from me? Like, what? <laughs> Neither of us get paid to do the show. Why, can, the, I, can, can you focus on the rap? Just, just forget about the pants and just focus on the rap. But I already did. Uh, like, we, there's only so much, you know, the, 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 like history has taught us that there's only so much rap in me. <laughs> you know, once we get into the eighth, ninth, tenth verse, like it starts to be kind of uncompelling for them. They start to get disappointed and sad and anxious. Like, they start looking for the door. They get a little upset. Yeah, but this is this is when they start things, to feel held hostage. But this is when things are exciting. Like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, like you know, it, it takes you to hell, but you know it's going to end. Like it's, a, it's not like like Mr. the Toad's cart run, stops it, and Mr. Toad goes, "Okay, well, uh, sorry about taking you to hell. Uh, there's something wrong with one of the tires. I'm just going to get up Mr. Toad's Wild Toolbox and try to figure out what's going on. Hold on an indefinite number of minutes. Like, you'd be, you'd be scared. You'd be, feel out of control. Right. You wouldn't go on that well, wild then take, ride. Well, take us to hell, then, because Mr. Toad's Wild We're Ride... We're in hell, and I'm saying I'm getting out of my toolbox, and it's not, it's not a good wild ride. <sighs> I'm embarrassed. I want to be a good showman. I want to be a good host. You are a good showman. Thank you for coming to Harmontown, everybody. Yep. 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 One more time for Kamel yep. Nanjiani. Yep. Yep. Aaron McGathy. Yep. 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 Spencer Crittenden. Yep. Lissette, yep. thank you very much. Aldrin, happy yep. birthday. Yep. Everybody here at Meltdown. Yep. Yep. I'm Jeff Davis. Yep. Yep. Now yep. get ready for the yep. fucking show closing, yep. show stopping yep. freestyle rap. Yep. Pants yep. around his ankles, styles of the mayor of Harmontown, Dan Harmon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show stopping, gob stopping, fucked your mama out sweeping and mopping. Put rice on the shelf, fucked your mama so hot, I started to belch. Fucked your mama now and then, fucked your mama like a hen, she was pecking 
at the seeds in my balls. Put your mama in Niagara Falls with in a barrel down her vagina. Fucked your mama in North Carolina. She was on the side of the North and the South. Fucked your mama in her ear mama and in the mouth. mouth. Fucked your mama like salt and pepper. Fucked your mama. Thank you, everybody. Good night. National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multidimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed.